Welcome to CooperCast, The Naked Songs, Episode Part 3. This is your host, Al's naked lunch buddy, John Sachs. Al talks about everything from his new box set to touring in Japan. Well, I was going to say, so, you know, you listen to this album, and you said, hmm, we were looking forward, then you listen to it, and you go, I don't know about that. But it's No, this is the first time I, I, I disliked it. Yeah. But, but I have to say, to yeah. offset that, Yeah. That that I've been working the last six months mm. every day mm. on this box set, right? And so all I do is listen to uh, stuff that I I haven't listened to in decades. Yeah. Uh, and you know, I hear good stuff. I hear bad stuff, mm. but. I'm like, uh, I'm putting out a four CD box. Mm. That's unheard of. Yeah. Of all? Uh, uh, Mostly unreleased stuff. Right. And I think that the quality of the stuff is amazing. Yeah. I think it's probably too late for me for it to get, you know, maybe the the critics that are critic critic, mm-hmm. but um, but I I, I do have f- critics that are fans, so it'll be. I'm very interested to see what happens. Uh, it's it's going to be it's it's going to be tough for fans. Tough. To, well, it'll probably be expensive. Right, but. And but it, but it is, mm. it is definitely final. I will not be making any more mm. records after that. Many many people are aware of your enormously interconnected musical history. You know, from songwriting through Dylan, through Skinner, and here, there, and everywhere. So, almost no matter what kind of music, American rock music you're interested in at least some of your new box set will be of particular interest to people because it goes back to the late 50s, right? And all the way up to probably the 2000s. Half a century of music. Oh, there's probably 60 years. 60 years, yeah. What I was going to say before is that um, most of us don't have a kind of public record of what we were doing 50 years ago the way you music dudes do. I mean, like, stuff that I did in my career in commercial art is, like, pretty much gone. But for you, you made these albums, and they're there. They're out there, and people can hear them. Yeah, but this stuff wasn't on any albums. Oh, you're talking about the box set. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Naked Songs, for example. Oh, okay. The fact that you make an album in 1972, and here it is, almost 2022, right? And... The album's out there, and you don't get to control. You can't withdraw it from the public if you think you don't like it, because it's out there. It's... I don't have to. The record company has withdrawn it from the public. <laughs> well, you know, uh, <laughs> just like all the other albums, if you go to YouTube and you type in Al Cooper Naked Songs, uh, courtesy of Sony. Well, courtesy of Overseas. Yes. This CD right, we have right in front of us is made in Japan. I was going to say, 
Japan was probably the biggest market I, I ever had. It's always interesting to me that you have, it's, well, every time we talk about this, the fact that you have this strong Japanese following, I'm reminded of the scene from Spinal Tap where the band is broken up and one guy says to the other, we have to get back together because our song Sex Farm is number one in Japan. So the band gets back together. <laughs> but it was amazing to go to Japan. I went at least twice mm. and played long tours. Now, most of the audience doesn't speak English, right? I, I, I don't know. I didn't know. But, the, but like probably not enough people to fill the auditoriums you were playing in, but they love the music anyway. Right. But I guess they probably love the Beatles, even if they didn't speak English, so they could love Al Cooper. Well, it was very unnatural, the following, the following that I had there. Yeah? I was not used to that. Huh. I played big places. The Japanese, for me, were not screaming and running after me and, you know, shit like that. Right. But... They were a very devoted audience. And plus, I had to learn how to speak a certain amount of Japanese yeah. to explain the songs to them. Oh. And also, uh, I gave the same speech every night. Uh, and we came up and set up the stuff, and, and then I would um, say hello for about 10 sentences, it must have sounded ridiculous, but they loved that, that I spoke Japanese to them. Yeah, you made the effort. I did. You made the effort to learn some Japanese sentences. I would think that they would be thrilled. And and um, I'm really glad I did that. I don't know. It must be a very cool thing to uh, be in front of an audience, a whole culture in this case, and be that much appreciated it must feel really good it's just it's very different in japan yeah because i've been other places I, I, I toured spain also yeah and and it was it was different good but just different yeah yeah and the audiences were you know much in both places much different than america because they it, it wasn't something that they could get so it was rare for them to be able to see me mm -hmm. live, whereas in America, you know, only if I went to some town I never went to before, right. it would be like that. Do you think, I'm just wondering if uh, Japan's particular reaction to you, do you think other American artists w would say the same thing? Yeah, when I went to Japan, the... Uh, yeah, I do. They... they a lot I think, of I th I th well, I mean, I think they loved uh, American music. Yeah. And they understood what an effort it was to go there. Yeah. I still shudder when I think of the... 12 hours, maybe? More. Uh, and then the logistics. Did you bring most of the instruments over? Or did you... Well, I always rented stuff. When you were there, and, well, also in America, right? Okay. I didn't carry a Hammond B three organ and a speaker. Oh, right, the Hammond B three. You had one in Japan. I had one everywhere I went. Right. I mean, you know, 
California, Des Moines. Uh, they'd rent them. I really enjoyed being there, and, and I didn't get as much attention anywhere else in the world really? as I did in Japan. I would say Spain was second. Well, I don't mind telling you that I spent days in the record stores. Yeah. I mean, an unbelievable amount. All my spare time, I was in the record stores. What was in those Japanese record stores? Just unusual uh, stuff that wouldn't get pressed here. American music? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. That... And, and and it was like, oh, I'm going to buy this. You can't get this in America anymore. Were those was that in CD days or vinyl days? I think CD. Yeah. This has been Coopercast, the Naked Songs episode part three, brought to you by an upcoming four CD box set. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or just about anywhere. And tell your friends.